Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children 18 plus, you are tuned in to the Lone Officer Podcast with me, Dustin Owen, and an amazingly special guest. He is a two-time guest of TLOP. He flew his happy ass all the way down from New York to spit knowledge to share his story. He is a massive fan of the Lone Officer Podcast. This dude has single-handedly helped more mortgage professionals pass the NMLS safe exam than any person I personally know. His name is Rocky, last name Ligurgio. Rock, thank you and welcome back to the Lone Officer Podcast. Thanks, Dustin. I'm happy to be here, man. I mean, just coming to Florida and, you know, coming to be on the show is freaking awesome, man. Well, yeah, it's still kind of cold up in New York, is it not? No, well, today it's like 82. What? Yeah, but that's not Okay, long. you're getting spring weather in springtime. Yeah. Yeah, I did actually learn from my friends up in New York, you all had a pretty mild winter this year, Very didn't mild. you? Yep. That's actually good for us Floridians because that means less of y'all want to move to our state. Now, whenever y'all have a terrible winter, oh, influx. It's like literally every other license plate you see is either Jersey or New York coming down. Uh, so we don't have to worry about that as much this year, but I'm excited you came down because you came down specifically, I'm hoping, to hang out with me and JC. Yeah, of course. Yeah, you and your awesome fiance Nicole rolled in. Yeah. You guys got here last night. You went to dinner with Sam and Mike. Shout out to Sam and Mike. Shout out Sam and Mike. Good times, too. Yeah. Where'd y'all go? Um, where'd we go, babe? What's the Longhorn? Longhorn okay. Steakhouse. Very yeah. good. I love me some Longhorn seasoning. True story about Longhorn Steakhouse, their steak is the same steak they sell at Capitol Grill. The only difference is the steak at Capitol Grill gets aged a little bit longer than the steak that is sold at Longhorn. But yeah, it's um, one of my favorite lunch spots. So nonetheless, um, and you're here. And you're here. And by the way, if people don't know who Rocky is, then let me do a little bit of a better job of introducing Rocky. I thought you did a great job. Well, I mean, that was like your intro, right? Like, play play the Rocky theme song, and so you you're coming out. Yeah, like, no, like, that would be me announcing you if I was Bruce Buffer, and you were getting into the octagon, getting ready to whoop some ass, right? I want to actually let them know, like, who you are professionally, right? Because it's a really cool story. You started your career as an electrician, mm-hmm. right? You did that for how many years? Almost 20 years. Almost 20 years. Yeah. And then got to a, a fork in the road. We we're like, I don't want to do this any longer. So you became a licensed realtor, mm-hmm. sold real estate, mm-hmm. and then figured out, you know, I'm selling real estate. Maybe I should also try to sling some loans. Mm-hmm. So then you went and you're like, well, if I'm going to sling some loans, I guess I need to get registered and take this 20 hour course and then pass this exam. And when you went to pass the exam, what happened? I failed. You failed. Yeah. And you're like, well, this sucks, but I'm not giving up. You were obsessed. You just read Grant Cardone's book, Obsessed. You're obsessed, you're like, I'm gonna figure out a way. And you figured out a way to study for and pass by doing what? Following her plan that she made for me when I fell the first time and I came back and I was like, all right, this is different because I wasn't used to that. You know, I failed a real estate exam first time, electrical license, uh, electrical engineering degree. Like I always did pretty well with all that. So she was like, we're going to do this, 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 and And she, by the way, is Nicole. Of course, my fiance, Nicole. Yeah, your fiance, Nicole. Nicole. So she helped you. Yeah. Okay. So I thought you went to Facebook. Well, okay. So what happened was is I failed. I came home. She was like, we're going to do this, this, and this. 
I had been in the Affinity Facebook group at that time. Okay, and Just Affinity, for, for those that don't know, Affinity is one of the many programs you can go to to, to take the 20-hour course. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yep. My favorite, just going to put it out there for my friends who are listening, Knowledge Coop. I love what Ken Perry and the rest of the crew over there is doing. If I were going to get licensed, that's probably where I would go. But you went to Affinity. and then Affinity... Yeah, I didn't do my 20 hours to Affinity. I oh, mean, you didn't? I don't even remember who I did my 20 hours to. Okay, so I you just did... picked some random place and did my 20 hours. Okay. Yes. So, um, but I had joined the Affinity group after I failed the first time. Just now, now I'm looking, right? Now I'm looking like, all right, I got to find something. So someone... Charlie Jacobs, shout out Charlie. She had posted something in Affinity like, hey, I'm looking for a study buddy. So she had started MLO Study Buddy. She started She it. started MLO Study so Buddy. So she had a private Facebook group called MLO Study Buddy. Let's pass this test. Let's pass the safe exam. Yeah. Let's, pay, let's pass the safe exam. Yeah. So mm -hmm. you all met in Affinity's Facebook group and then decided, hey, let's take this relationship kind of still online but offline and let's do something that's just more private for the two of us yeah exactly. at the same time you had your awesome fiance nicole behind the scenes who was also putting together was it was a, a study plan yeah a study plan oh yeah she would hot seat me well we call that hot seat me where she would quiz me every night and things i got wrong she would write down make a flashcard, and that's what i studied every day um and that was our system and then i went to the study group me and charlie studied and then a couple of people joined in while we were there i think when i took the test maybe there was like 10 people there maybe and then and they found this just organically through yeah. facebook mm -hmm. okay mm -hmm. so you're just meeting other friends at this point study buddies study buddies mm -hmm. study buddies and then study we buddies. fast forward three years later three years later three years later well just, oh my not even three years i got like two and a half now since you since you and since charlie yeah. Started the group. Yeah, because that was October of 2020. Yeah. Where is she these days? She's still here. She's a big part of MLO Study Buddy. She's behind the scenes. She does a lot for MLO Study Buddy behind the scenes. She's still a part of it. She's part of my team. Is she the lady that works at Fairway? No. That's okay. Celeste. That's Celeste. That's Celeste. Celeste Davis. Hey, yeah. Shout out Celeste Davis. Shout out Celeste. Okay. But, so she's still around. She's still a part of the team. Yeah. But to kind of put it in perspective, fast forwarding, two and a half years later, 30 months later, how many people are in your group right now? Oh, we're just shy of 10,000. I think it's like 9.8 right now. Something wow. Like that. 9.8. If you're a kid in college, you would say 9.8K. I try to teach my college mentees. I'm like, we still, us adults, use the word thousand. 9,800, right, would be like the proper way. But they like to say 9.8K. And then like say, oh, yeah, that's 100 point. 5K. I'm like, no, it's 100,000, 100, you know, 500. I'm like, anyhow, sidebar, a little bit of a rabbit hole. But 10,000. You have 10,000 people in this group who come to you and your team, right? Celeste is on your team. Jen's on your team. Jack's on your team. Charlie's on your team. Yep. That's Behind the, that's the scenes, how, yeah, Nicole's that's on team. your team. Well, yeah, yeah, obviously, Nicole's a huge part of the team. Yes. Um, but yeah, that's our core. That's our team. That's, you know, uh, Charlie's been here the longest with me from the beginning. Uh, Jen came in maybe like five months after I had started teaching. Maybe I don't remember exactly. Maybe three, four months. I don't remember. And then Jack had come in a few months after that, and then Celeste came in a few months after that. And yeah, because yeah. those people who need to take this class, basically anyone who doesn't work for a bank-owned mortgage company or a mortgage company that's a wholly owned subsidiary of a bank. If you want to originate loans for a living, you have to have your NMLS license. 
not a registration. Like if you you're work state, for a yeah, bank, license, yeah, you have to have your license. In order to do your license, you have to take a 20 hour course. But the course is like the easy part because then you have to pass this exam and that exam has, what's the, the pass rate on the exam? First time through. So last time I looked, um, the overall pass rate was 49%. It's uh, like 55% your first time, 44% your second time, and then 51% your third time, something like that. Okay, so basically it's a coin toss whether or not you're going to pass, especially if you're trying to do it on your own, if you don't have a support system, right? Not everyone has an Nicole at home. And if you don't have, and, and then even if you have an Nicole at home, it still might not be enough to get you the proper um, mentorship, tutoring, I would almost call it, that you would need. Yeah, I think the biggest thing, honestly, that I've seen is that, <clears throat> you know, people's families, maybe their significant others or maybe even their kids, like, they don't get it, mm -hmm. right? So they're like, oh, how hard could the test be? Just go and take the test. Like, when they come to MLO Study Buddy, you got hundreds of people, or thousands of people, right, that are there going through the same thing that you're going through and know exactly what you're going through. And they're there to support you, encourage you, and pick you up. And like I said, a lot of people just don't get support from home, so we're there to help you. Like, you know, we don't just, we're not just there teaching you information. You know, I bring people from the minute that maybe they failed their test or they just got out of their 20 hours till the end. And it's not just about the education. It's about building up, getting them to believe in themselves, and, you know, having the confidence to go in there and take the test. Like, a lot of people lack confidence. Yeah, uh, answer this for me, because with 10,000, do you have an idea? We well, have 10,000 members of your private Facebook group. Do you have an idea of how many individuals you have played a role, and more likely a pivotal role, in helping them actually pass the exam? I mean, Can you know, put a number on it? No, I know it's thousands. Thousands. Yeah. 3,000, yeah. 5,000. Yeah, definitely somewhere around. 7,000. Probably more around the three to five. Three to five thousand three people, to five, yeah. right? Do you know how many people come to you before they failed versus people who come to you after they failed? I don't know the difference in that, but a lot more people come here after they failed. After they failed, yeah, yeah. Like I know that I recently recommended someone to you because they reached out to me. They're a T-Lopper. They tune in. They listen, and they're like, "Hey, Dio, I need your help. Like, I just failed this thing. Maybe it was like a seventy-three, and they needed a seventy-five. I'm like, you got to check out Rocky, right? You have to check out Rocky." Tell them I said hi. Go to MLO Study Buddy. It's on Facebook. Is it also on YouTube? And now do you have a website? Yeah, MLOStudyBuddy.com. We're on everything. Reddit, uh, okay. TikTok, So uh, MLO Study Buddy. Yeah. If you're on YouTube, it's the shirt I'm rocking right now. Rocky came prepared with gifts. MLO Study Buddy. But I've known you for a year plus now. So I just tell people, look, go to the Facebook group. Because once you're on the Facebook group, then you have access to just about anything and everything and all of the people, all of the characters, people also just like you who are trying to study and pass. But what's really cool is how many people come back. Like the community uh, you've built. It's insane. And I've been on calls with you, right? Because I've sat in on Jack's arms class. And as a favor to you and a favor to your, I call them disciples, your disciples we started doing a loan officer coaching Q&A once a month. Which is amazing. And it's so much fun, by the way. Thank you again for Yeah, that. we just did one Monday night. Yeah, and people, like, the, it's a, like, this is the one thing about this group, too, is they appreciate, like, they appreciate you coming there. Yeah. You know, they appreciate, you know, everything that we're trying to do to give them the best, you know, tools to be better at what they do. 
Yeah, because this know? is a no holds bar. Ask me anything. We schedule an hour. It ends up going an hour and a half. One time it went two hours. And I answer questions. I don't hold anything back. I tell you the world according to me after 20 years of experience. But what's really cool, and I don't know if your people know this, but like that's a service that I only provide to our premium members on TLOPonline.com. Uh, I tell them. Oh, you I do? Tell, yeah, yeah. yeah, I tell them all the time. Like, you guys have no idea what you're getting here with Dustin coming here, you know, because... He could well, be he could be charging a lot of money to do this. <laughs> Little do they know I have so much fun doing it um, that I, I enjoy it, right? It's my way of saying thank you to you for everything you do for the mortgage community. Um, and it's also my way to spread the love, but also I can market the brand, right? People are, are going to know if they didn't know me before, they're going to know me after. Now, not all are going to like me, right? Because I don't necessarily mince my words, especially if we're doing things at eight o'clock at night. But I do bring my heart and my soul, and I try to, to, to deliver that. But, yeah, most people would have to go to watch this shameless plug real quick. TLOPonline.com and become a premium member, right? At which point I do these right now once a month. I'm going to start doing them twice a month and more scheduled and more predictable for just our premium members on top of giving you know tons of other additional content and value, training videos and scripts and trackers and guides and links to some of the best resources and something we're working on behind the scenes right now over at the loanofficerpodcast.com is we are working on negotiating premium discounts to some of the best services that people can subscribe to, whether it's services to track the mortgage-backed security market, services for coaching, services for video, services for you name it. If you need that app or tool to be the best loan officer possible, I want you to have access to it and preferably at some kind of an enterprise level. So those are things that I'm working on currently that I don't even know if your disciples know just yet, but maybe they were today years old when they got to hear it. Something I want to be able to do today, Rock, with, with you here, your brain, because your brain is uh, way bigger than mine when it comes to understanding what it takes to actually pass this exam. How do we change the 50 to 60% pass rate to a 70 to 80% pass rate? How do we move that needle? What do people need to be doing or understanding that you can share with them today. And then I'm sure you have plenty of resources like this awesome study guide that if you're tuned in on YouTube, you can see. By the way, if you're not tuned in on YouTube, do me a favor, do me a solid, go to YouTube, subscribe, even if you prefer to listen to us on Spotify or Apple or Stitcher or Google or Amazon or anywhere else you go for your podcast. I personally love watching the YouTube subscriptions tick up every week. 13.8, 13.9. I can't wait to hit 14. Is that My you're, BHAG, you're at 13.9? I don't think we're at 13. But we're in the 13 somewhere. What I'm hoping for, what I want to see is a 2.5. I want 2.5K. And then JC's like, yeah, but that won't be enough. I'm like, you're right, JC. Then I'm going to want 30. Then I'm going to want 40. Yeah. Then I'm going to want 50. But 2.5 is like my new one. How quickly can we get to 2.5? Can we get to 2.5 by this time next year? Can we go from 13.7, 13.8, all the way to, to 2.5? So... If you're tuned in on YouTube, we thank you. If you haven't, please go there and just subscribe. And if you do, you'll be able to check out the centerpiece. And today's centerpiece, because we do change it up, we are rocking the MLO Study Buddy guide. So I'm sure all the knowledge people need is going to be in there. But I want you to give us some teasers. Give us some freebies as it pertains to how to tackle and attack studying for and more importantly passing the NMLS safe test. Well, first of all, come to MLO Study Buddy. 
Okay. Hey, the pet, the pet, listen, I can tell you, is that free? It's free. Okay. So as John Coleman, who typically sits in your seat would say, if it's free, it's for me. It's for me. Yeah. So go on Facebook, go to MLO study buddy. Cool. Yeah. So, and just for the record, the pass rate MLO study buddy, especially the people who are going to all the classes, studying the guide, doing, following the plan. You know, the pass rate is like 95%. Get out of town. 95. Even if you're a liar and it's 85%, that's freaking awesome. Dustin, I, this is no joke. I'm not just saying this. Like, I've literally seen just about everybody who comes to my group pass. Yeah. So my intro, no one has single-handedly helped more people pass. Maybe more people have helped them study for or provided study materials. You legitimately helped them pass. And I've been there. And like to paint a picture for the, the listener, even the viewer, imagine you're on a Zoom call with 60, 80, 160 other buddies, friends, people who are trying to do what you're trying to do. And Rocky is just literally quizzing and then correcting and then commenting, encouraging. And people are raising their hand to be in the hot seat because the hot seat means you're the one being asked. Mm -hmm. And then you also have silent creepers. Yeah. And what is a silent creeper? Silent creep is exactly what it is. They just silent creep in the class. So they usually don't have their cameras on. They usually don't say much, you know, and, uh, when they pass, usually I just tag them, hashtag them, Silent Creeper. Okay. You know, I do talk to a lot of them. I'll message them and talk to them. And listen, they're Silent Creepers only because, listen, you know, my class starts at 8 o'clock. That's 5 o'clock on the West Coast, right? So people are getting there, cooking dinner and, you know, getting their kids ready and stuff like that. So they're Silent Creepers because they usually don't speak too much. Okay. You no, know? I, I, I mean, listen, I encourage everybody to turn your cameras on every, like, you know, start getting comfortable being uncomfortable. Yeah. Because in its industry, right, you're going to have to be comfortable being uncomfortable and all you got borrowers asking you questions all day long like if you can't turn your camera and have me ask you questions how are you going to have borrowers ask you questions and be quick oh right? i love that yeah right? but it's it's a really unique approach because it's live it is live and you're on this and you don't have to turn your camera on you don't have to be in the hot seat but it's a cool thing when they do i it. encourage it because the people who get in the hot seat just about every one of them pass on i like just about Every one of them passes. You get in the hot seat. So, you know, if I'm studying for this test and I'm going, okay, well, the pass rate's 49%, but if I follow the plan with my little study buddy, get in the hot seat, do everything, my, I could have a 95% pass rate. I'm going with the 95% pass rate. I'm just saying, like, that seems like the better number to me. Yeah, so without giving away the goods, what is the plan? Can you walk me through high level? Yeah. High level, what's well, the so plan? Well, so I have a three-step plan. Okay. Okay, the first one's memorize. The second one's understand. The third one is apply. So what does that mean? Memorizing is, you know, you're going to start off usually with your flashcards and reading the study guide. Like we have a study plan broken down in the guide. I'm um, in the beginning of the guide that tells you exactly what to read and all of that. Um, you know, so then you're going to study because the study guide does come with 680 flashcards as well. Okay. So although the Facebook group is free. The classes are free. The classes are, classes free, are free. But there's a study guide that you're going to have to pay for. And the grade. And the grid. Yep. What does the study guide cost? Uh, so this is ninety nine. That's too cheap. So I'll just break it like two no. two fifty. Yeah, I mean literally, I'm telling you, ninety nine dollars. I've seen this thing, and it comes with how many flashcards? Six hundred and eighty. Okay. So so you recommend the first step was join the Facebook group. The second step is to actually log in eight p.m. Eastern to be a part of these live study sessions. Whether you're a silent creeper or whether you raise your hand to be in a hot seat, that's on you, right? Not, it's not on rock. That's on you. And then 
the third step because you just gave us the three things is memorize, understand, understand and apply would and be apply would be practice tests, right? You would need materials to help you do that. Yeah, you and can. you can go find your own materials. Yeah. Or you can purchase Rockies for what I think is way too cheap, $99, and it comes with flashcards. And then that'll help you have the material to memorize, to comprehend, and then to apply 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 which would mean now practice tests you know to do practice tests which you know i still recommend to everyone to go to on course and prep excel because they have good practice tests on the, on course on course on course prep xl mm -hmm. okay yep i still think they're the best they're harder than the real tests, but they really give you an idea of where you're at and how you're understanding and applying the information um i think that for anybody who's listening to this and hasn't been to my class and when you get there you're going to be like where am i Honestly, people come here and they like, I've taken this test twice. I've never heard any of this information. You know, you're going to be overwhelmed, but trust the process, trust everything, you know, start coming to the classes, start studying the material. It's all going to start sounding familiar. How long should the average person study for before taking it? Like how many hours, how many days, how many weeks? How could you break that down? As much as you possibly can. I mean, it depends on the, everyone's different, you know. For the person who's working full time and only has a couple of hours to study a day, they have a couple of hours to study a day. It could take them 60 days to do it. You know, someone who's studying 12 hours a day, maybe they could do it in 30 days. I've seen people do it in two weeks. It's very rare. You know, every once and in a I while. I guess that, that's what I'm getting at is if somebody's entertaining a career or someone's looking to leave their bank where they're a loan originator and go work for a non-bank and they're going to have to do this. Like what is a realistic time frame to, cause the 20 hour course is 20 hour course. I'm sure you can bust that out in a weekend, but it's like, I now have to pass this freaking test. How much study time should I allow? Like I'll give you another example. If you look on my wall, you'll see my CMB certificate, right? So that was a two year journey that then was culminated with, a six hour written exam, and then a one hour oral exam. I couldn't go on with the orals until I passed the written. And the written, I mean, it's a beast, a six hour written exam. It took me three weeks to study for it, right? Like it was, and I, I had a study guide, then I made flashcards, then I studied those flashcards, and I had like a whole progression. And now when I sponsor and mentor other CMB candidates, I will tell them, once you're done with all of your prep courses and everything you have to do, in order to be eligible to sit down to take your written, I can give you a plan that'll take you three weeks to study for it. So I guess maybe that's where my brain was going. If I was talking to someone who has to go and pass the NMLS safe exam, is it a three week or a six week on average like journey? I would say 30 days. 30 days. Okay. On, on average, now again, some people are going to go 60, 90 days, depending on how, how much, much time you Listen, have. if you put the work in and you're grinding, you can do it in 30 days. Okay. If you're slacking and you're not putting the work in, then it's just going to... So then let's gonna, talk about this. What does putting the work in look like? Is it an hour a night? Is it two hours a night? Two hours every other night? Every possible <laughs> moment that you have. If you go to the bathroom, take your flashcards with you. Be okay. obsessed. Yeah. Like that's how, listen, I'm, I'm hardcore, man, but I get the results, right? Because I make sure that people listen, no TV. Don't listen to music for 30 days. Listen to my YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe. I'm all a study buddy. <laughs> there you go. Right? No, but that's the truth though. It's 30 days of your life. This is a career. But it's, it's a not season. A it's hustle. a but 30 days is a no, season, right? That's a short it's, period, it's right? It's not even a season. Yeah. a season. A season's like 90 days. Yeah. Right? A season is one quarter. 
So no, I, I would view 30 days as a short period of time. Yeah. Like I tell people when I tell them to do a hundred day grind, cause by the way, once you pass your NMLO test, your NMLS test and your license, that means nothing in my world. That's so funny. now you have to like find a company, by the way, I know you all love using the word sponsor, but us who actually hire people, that word means nothing to me. I'm looking for a new associate. You're looking for a producing sales manager who's going to be able to invest in you. But then it's like, I will tell them, Hey, you have to grind for hundred days. These are the things you have to do over the next hundred days. This many open houses, this many realtor face to faces, this many networking functions, this many social media posts, this many phone calls to your circle of influence. Like for a hundred days, you have to be hardcore. You're only saying 30 days. And when I say a hundred, I'll tell them you can do anything for a hundred days. I can stop drinking alcohol for a hundred days. I don't know if I'm willing to stop drinking alcohol the rest of my life. I cannot eat meat for a hundred days. I don't know if I'm going to go the rest of my life not eating meat, right? And you see where I'm going yeah, with this. Sure. You're only saying 30. So I'm like, that's a short period of time. 30 if you're hardcore, 60 or 90 if you're trying to part-time it. We just had a guest on and I actually posted a clip of his episode on, on my LinkedIn page because I loved what he said. And, it's, and I'm going to paraphrase, his name is David Buckles, and his episode was all about like becoming a real estate investor, actually. But he was like, you can't put in part-time effort and expect full-time pay. Right? He's like, if you're going to put in part-time effort, you're going to get part-time pay. So this is your career. If Rocky's telling you 30 days, turn off the TV, and even take the flashcards in when you have to take a Wii, then take the flashcards in when you have to take a Wii. This guy knows what he's doing. Look at his results. There's a reason why you have almost 10,000 people following you on your Facebook group. There's a reason why this is a really cool story and I won't get too much into it, but I'll ask you the question. I know the answer, but I want the audience to hear it. Do you still sell real estate for a living? No. Do you still originate loans for a living? No. Why is that? Because I couldn't do all three and be good at all three. I could, I had to focus on one and you know, I knew I was taking a pay cut to go to MLS study full time. But if I want to make MLS study buddy, what I know it can be, it's going to take me working all day and all night on MLS study buddy. I don't got time. And you know, my biggest thing was, is could I still have done real estate here and then loans here and there? Yeah, but I can't be there for my clients. That yep. was my biggest thing was, okay, at the point that I was like, I can't give them a hundred percent dedicated time. That's when I was like, all right, I got to just not do that. Just wait, you know, they're getting what they need. Yeah. You know? You, you know what I see it as, as your friend, right? It's not your calling. Those two things weren't your calling. Those two things aren't your passion. I'm not saying you weren't passionate about them, right? When you were studying for I just your... love helping people. So I think that that I, in you know, doing real estate and loans, your, your help, you help people with the yes. biggest decision of their, most of them, right? The biggest financial decision of their lives, right? Correct. You know, so, you know, but yeah, it's different with MLS study, buddy. It's really a passion. It's like, it. I dream about it. I sleep about it. I sleep, talk about it. Yeah. Like, yeah. No, you can see how your face lights up talking about it. Yes. You by nature are a helper, right? You are a giver. Like that's just who you are. But you fell into something that you're like, wait a minute. I have a talent for this. I have a knack for this. Yeah. I had like, no idea. Other people aren't doing this. Yeah. I had no idea what yeah. I was doing. I didn't realize that, you know, what I was doing was really creating something that was going to be different in the industry. Like I'm doing something that no one else is doing. You're changing lives. Like you are, we talked about this off air, but you're changing lives. Even if people study their butts off, they pass the exam and two years later, they're out of the industry. You still gave them the encouragement and the support that they needed 
to at least check that win, that box, like, yep, I won that, right? They won passing a test that so many others have failed. They won putting their mind to something and accomplishing their goal, right? Maybe it didn't turn out the career that they wanted, the career that they were any good at, but they still have that memory, as David Goggins talks about, that's that cookie in the cookie jar, that the next time life throws them a curveball, they can reach back and remember that one time that they dedicated three weeks, six weeks, nine weeks, and they logged in, they hopped in the hot seat, and someone like you showed them, not just that you had all the knowledge, but that you cared. You had the heart to go along with it. All right, so circling back, so we want to give some freebies to the listeners who have tuned in. So we told them the first three tips were just that, right? We, we went over the memorize, we went over the understand, we went over the, what's the third one? The third one was applying. Apply it, yeah. yep. So mm-hmm. memorize the flashcards, mm-hmm. right? So you, you need flashcards, whether you yeah. buy, buy them through Rocky, make your own, buy them through someone else, we don't care. You need flashcards, right? So that's memorize. And then the understand component, so the understanding is more of going to the classes. Okay. Like, you know, I have my classes four nights a week. You know, Jen has a math class and she does a grid grid class on her grid guide. Um, Celeste does classes on just process of elimination and questions that you could go to Celeste and to her class and ask anything she wants. She'll help you understand it so, better. So understanding is actually getting with a group of others where you discuss, not just, hey, I memorized this, but no, let's actually discuss what does it really mean? Yeah, like what is a qualified mortgage, right? Yes. Like, you know, like what is a qualified mortgage? Like a lot of people will know, well, you can't have points and fees over 3%, right? Or no terms over 30 years, But right? what does that mean? But what is a qualified mortgage? Like yes. you still have to understand that it safe harbors the lender and it's easy to sell in the secondary market, right? So like those are the things I think that where people miss that understanding, this test is tricky. You have to understand the information. You can't just memorize it. If you memorize it, you're going to fail. Okay, I love that. That is, that, that is a tip right there. If you just memorize, the odds of you passing are far inferior than if you actually memorized and then focused on understanding it. You're understanding it by getting around other people who speak this same language, who know it better than you, and you can have a conversation so you can understand, to me, it's understanding the story. Sales and is understand is telling a story. Like the best salespeople that I know are really good storytellers. The best teachers are also people who can storytell because it's not just the information, but it's also relaying that information in a manner that's going to make sense and stick with people. That's the key. That's the understanding that, that, that you guys key. provide. That's the key. That's like going to my class. That's what you're getting. You know, again, like a lot of these other, you know, places – you know, they just have the information. Like some of them are either 500, 600 pages, and it's just overwhelming for people. You know, I think mine's like 140 or something like that. Um, you know, and then you have some that just don't explain it enough, where it's just kind of like, okay, this is this, and this is this, but they don't put them together. Like, you know, again, what the study guide and the classes do is they put together what an assignment of mortgages puts the breaks down qualified mortgages, you know, stuff like that. You know, and I think that that's the understanding part that's super important to pick the right answer because they're going to give you two answers that seem similar. And unless you really understand the information, you know, you got to understand your regulations. You got to understand what FACRA does, what ECOA does, what HUMD is. Like, you got to understand them what they do. You know, I think that that's FACRA Fair Credit Reporting Act. I memorized it. That's yeah. all I got to do, right, Rock? I memorized yeah. it. You're like, no, you got to understand it. You got to understand it. You got to understand that it holds the CRAs and the creditors accountable, making sure that they're putting correct information on the credit report in a timely manner, right? Making sure they're taking judgments off in seven years, like all that stuff, right? That's the people will know, oh, yeah, 
judgments come off in seven years, but they won't relate that it's under FACRA. Okay. Maybe they think it's under FACTA because they're getting it confused, you know? Love this. Spitting knowledge. And then the last part you said was to... Apply. Apply it. And that's taking practice tests. Taking practice tests. Have you ever thought about making your own practice tests? I am already in the process of it. Look at that. We got a couple of things coming. I'm not going to give too much away because I want people to be surprised when it actually does come out. But yeah, we got digital flashcards coming that are going to be audible. Practice tests are going to be coming soon. That's all in the works. And, you know, I'm doing it now and trying it. So, but there's only 24 hours in a day. So, unfortunately, I'm, you know, I don't have as much time as I. Need but to but do no, it. That, that is what's cool about you is, is you you found out that you had to walk away from real estate or at least put it on pause. You had to walk away from being a mortgage lender originator or at least put it on pause because you had something good going and you needed to triple down on your effort and you couldn't do that while also trying to appease and serve your clients in real estate and mortgage. And it wasn't fair to your clients in real estate and mortgage. And the people in MLO study And buddy. the people in, in, in MLO study right? buddy, right? Yeah. Um, you mentioned the classes, and I don't know this answer. Are they all free? So every class is free. And then... They get classes seven to six days a week. Six days a week. And are classes always at 8 p.m. Eastern? No. No. My classes are at 8 p.m. to like 12, 1 Eastern. Um, Jen does 9.30 Eastern, so 8.30 Central, because she's Central time. Um, and she does a couple of hours for her math and her grid. And uh, Jack's random, you know, but he does a few hours. He yeah, because just... Jack does a class specifically on arms. I've actually yeah, sat yeah. through on that class on it's arms great. It's great. and learned two or three things. It's True great. story, no, learned two or three things. He he just makes it so simple for people to understand it. People get so overwhelmed by arms, you know, and he just makes it so simple. Question for, to for you. How many questions on the test are arm related? It's, the, it's another thing that makes this test crazy is that, like, Every test is completely different. Okay. So you fail the first time, you're going in that second time, you're getting a completely different test. So you could get, you know, you could get one arm question or you can get five arm questions. Same thing, you know, same thing with mortgage math. Like you can get two math questions or you can get eight math questions. And by the way, if you're like, arms, what? Is this anatomy? No, we're talking about adjustable rate mortgages, not your appendages. We're talking adjustable rate mortgages, ARM. That's what an arm is. And then Jen's teaching math, like mortgage math, not mm-hmm. two plus two equals five. Mortgage math, income teaching. calculating, LTV, CLT, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, loan to value, combined loan to value. TLTV. Yeah. Yep, total loan to value. Yeah. What is that, if you have like three mortgages? That's, yeah, that's about, it's the HELOC and then what's available on the HELOC. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. look at that. Mm-hmm. Again, 20-year veteran practitioner, right? I've closed thousands of loans in my career. I coach you know, dozens of loan officers. I run many branches, yet TLV, TLTV. TLC, TLTV is something that isn't even in my vernacular. I know LTV inside and out. I know CLTV inside yeah, and so out. Yes, I'm calling H, H, HLTV or HCLTV, high cost loan no, to value. Well, high cost loan to value, yeah. I, no, it's a high cost, um, high, that, that's something different. Um, there's like a high cost test that has to be run on the back end as it pertains to uh, the points and fees test, right? Um, but holy cow, like, yes. So if I'm an industry veteran with pretty decent credentials 
and I'm getting stumped and tricked talking to you today. I mean, listen, I'm not. You I know, can't you even you imagine. would you would fail the test. I would fail yeah, the test. 100%. Listen, 1, we have percent. we have like a lot of processors come in here, and they know a lot of real estate agents. Not that real estate agents they think they know, but they really have no idea about the mortgage. My, my buddy Mike Williams that we shouted out earlier. Right when he joined the mortgage industry, he didn't need to take this test. He went and worked for a bank and mortgage company. Then he quit working for that bank and mortgage company. And he was like, oh my God, I don't know what I would have done if it wasn't for rock. And now Mike is a huge fan of TLOP, right? So he listens to probably every episode. So for him, luckily it didn't take much prodding because he's like, oh my God, I know where to go. But then even his friend, I think she may have even not done well the first time because she tried to do it just based on memory and just based on her experiences. Then she found MLS study buddy and she's like now a disciple. So yeah, no, I, I totally agree. I would bomb it. Um, and what's crazy is so many of the concepts I've had to study before and then pass a test. But a lot of my study habits may be still from how I did it in sixth grade, which is cram two hours before, sit down, take the test. And I never understood it. I just memorized and that was sufficient. And you're saying that don't work. No, that's what I did my first time. It didn't work for me. And that's what doesn't work for most people. I mean, honestly, like, it's really not, like I tell people all the time when they come to me, like, I failed this test three times and crying. And, you know, and it's like, you haven't failed anything, number one, because you haven't given up. Yeah. Right? You don't fail unless you give up. And you're still here reaching out to me now. So you're not giving up. You know, and you probably felt just not because you're stupid, not because, you know, you can't do this, just because you you weren't prepared. Yeah. Yeah. They may and have not it. been stupid, but they are insane. Going back to Einstein's definition of insanity, right? Doing the same thing over and over. You get the same result. Yeah. So they probably studied the same way the first time, the second time, the third time. And as you just said, every test is different. So it's not like you're going in there and taking the same test two and three times. It's like, no, brand new test, same terrible study habits. At which point you're gonna get the same exact result. So you're not stupid. You're just a little insane. Why don't you come here, not give up, and let us help you? How many questions is on the test? 120. 120. 115 is counted. Five of them aren't counted. And then, do you have to take a state test too, or no? Is it just one test? Like for example, if you, I'm in Florida, you know, when you did when you do the extra um, education for the state that you have to do on top of the 20 hours, they give you a little test at the end. It's not like really, it's so easy. I mean, it's not like so like if I'm licensed in Florida, is it difficult then to get licensed in like North Carolina or New York or Cal no. or California or Colorado? Not at, not at all. You have transitional authority, right? I have you no idea. I'm, I'm asking you because I like I don't know. Like for a listener who's tuned in right now, I forget now, sometimes that you're not licensed. I forget that. that yes, I forget that sometimes. Yeah, like I'm spoiled. I yeah. can land in 48 different states just by batting my pretty yeah, blue eyes. Yeah, you just have to apply and pay their fees, and okay. take and take their continuing education, whatever it is. Some you know, some are three hours, some's ten hours on top okay. of on top of the um, eight hours that you need. Every state adds on top of that. So minimum's eight hours. And like, you know, New York's an extra three hours. So I have to do it 11 hours. Of course, New York is an extra three hours. That's not bad. Vegas is like 10. Okay. Vegas is like an extra 10 hours of continuing education. Okay. So then if I get my license, I pass the freaking exam. I hardcore 30 days. I was every night logged in, listening to you and Jen and Celeste and, and, and Jack. Passed it. I have my license. I'm in Florida. I want to go to Georgia, I want to go to North Carolina, and I want to go to Texas and, and California. You're saying it's a lot easier for me to do what I have to do. Like I have to apply, get pay my money, 
and maybe take another eight-hour test or an eight-hour no. course? No. Well, whatever their continuing education is on top of, you just have to do their continuing education for that state. So is, you, do I have to do it up front to get, in order to get my license for that state? And then I have to do it every year. So then every year, if I'm in five or six different states, I'm doing continuing education. Do you have to do continuing education per the NMLS? Like every year? NMLS, well, SAFE Act. Yeah, yep. SAFE Act. Yep. Right? So, yeah, SAFE Act says minimum, each state has to have minimum eight hours. Okay, so so if I'm a registered mortgage loan originator, I'm gainfully employed, if I'm just in one state, what type of CE do I have to do? CE, by the way, stands for continuing education. What so, type of CE do I have to do? Are you saying licensed or are you saying registered? Um. I'm licensed. I'm, I'm licensed. full blown. Your license says you already did your eight I'm hours. I'm working at Edge Financial, or I'm working at Nexa, or I'm over at Guild, or Cross Country Guaranteed Rate. Like, what do I need to do for continuing education? If you've already done your eight hours for the state you're in, and you've already done the eight hours, and each state you apply for, you have to do whatever their requirements are for the continuing education as far as the extra hours go. But does the federal NMLS, like the people who forced me to take this 20 hour course, the people who forced me to take this 120 question test, who forced me to get a 75 on it, do those people next year, what do they require out of me? Eight hours. Eight hours. Okay. And then does my state also require eight? So it's a total of 16? It depends. Each state's different as far as what those continuing education hours are. New York's three. Okay. Vegas is 10. Like each one has their own different. Okay. A role on the board. They're all different. Would my state tell me zero? But the federal people are like, we still have to do eight for us? Minimum eight. Minimum eight. Minimum so I have eight. To, I have to do eight hours of continuing education. Right? So for me, because Ken Perry's my dude, I can be like, hey, I'm going to go to Knowledge Coop and I'm going to do my CE through Knowledge Coop. Yep. Okay. So that is yeah. that is Yeah, Knowledge Coop will cover the eight hours plus all the other states' additional stuff. Okay. So if you're applying, if it's New York, you go to New York and then you, whatever additional, you do your eight hours and you go to New York and then you're going to pick that three hour course for New York and then you do that additional three oh, hours for New York. but if like, if Georgia, North Carolina and Florida and Texas were all eight hours, I only have to do eight hours one time and then, and then each, it works for all of them? For each state, but each state's going to have additional hours of education that you need. I don't know, like let's say Texas is three, so you do your eight hours, eight hours once for all the states. Okay, and then once. each state may have specific yeah, for extra, their state, extra. Yeah. Do they tell me what the continuing education has to be? Like, does it have to be on like GLB or does it have to be on Bank Secrecy Act or? Yeah, yeah, it's, they'll, um, they'll, yeah. they'll so tell me what the, it has to be. Uh, I'll tell you right now. Yeah. So for the continuing education, the eight hours, it's three hours of federal, Two hours of ethics, two hours of non-traditional mortgage products, and one elective. Okay, so the elective is just that. Yeah. If I want, like, kind of in college. Yeah, if with I want it, to take golf it, or bowling or Spanish or Hitler's Third Reich, by the way, I took all of those electives in college, including one on white-collar crime. Um, it's funny, the name Ligurgio never once came up in my studies. Capone did once or twice, though. Um, okay, so um, digressed a little bit. Back on track, back on topic, I'm having to take CE courses every single year. But can I fail them? No. Okay. Whew. That's, that was my biggest concern is like, no. dude, I got to take another freaking test? More flashcards? Okay. Um, what else would you want to share? People are tuning in right now because they saw the title, right? And they're like, okay, I got to listen to this. What, what other tips, tricks, best practices would you share 
with the group that maybe we haven't already covered? I mean, I think in, like I said, I think we covered like the basics of it other than, you know, knowing the acronyms and which are really helpful, like start learning. Like again, if you, when you get the grid and the study guide, you know, you're gonna see acronyms on there that are super helpful to remember, like the TILA disclosures, RESPA disclosures. Like what does RESPA stand for? Real Estate well, Service Protection Act? I got that one, Rocky. It's Real Estate Settlement. Oh, Jesus you Christ. You, you were close though. Wah, wah, wah. You were, you were close though. Yeah, you, you wanna put me in the hot seat, start quizzing me some more, and we can really put the dunce cap on me. You do good in the hot seat. Yeah, you do. Right. You do good in the hot seat. No, I you do, know what you're talking about. I do great in the hot seat when people are asking me questions. That yes, I'm the subject matter expert. I am not the subject matter expert for studying for and passing the NMLS test. That's why you and I have this friendship. It's why I kick so many people your way, and you're just a hell of a good dude. Um, which, by the way, I haven't complimented you. Um, you look amazing. You're okay. so healthy I right feel, now, sitting amazing. in my hot seat. From just a year ago, whatever you're doing, congratulations and keep it up. So that's there's, there's funny because TLOP had something to do with that, just for the record. So we will, I was looking at the comments did from JC, our last did, episode. Did JC fat shame you? No, someone else did. Okay. So someone else did. So I was looking at the comments from our last episode. This was a while ago. And someone said that I looked like Ed from 90 Day Fiance. I know the show, but I don't know Ed. Yeah, well, look him up when you get a chance. Okay. Right? So I was like, oh, no, he didn't. Yeah. And I said, I'm like, we got to do something. So, yeah, I mean, I lost 40 pounds. Good um, for you. Congrats. Yeah, and I really like people like, are you starving yourself? Like, no, we pretty much intermittent fast, and we just eat healthy. Like, I yeah. still eat a lot in an eight-hour period. Are we still good for lunch after this? Yeah, because I'm starving. I'm starving, too. Cool. Well, I'm let's find good. a way to wrap this up. Um, I did want to ask you this. I know the answer, but I want the audience to know the answer. Do you and your team offer any tutoring like any private yes tutoring. yes definitely yes okay so we all do all the moderators have one off right, one-on-one tutoring and just for the which record, that's not free though like no the, like people's time at some point at some point you will have to pay for people's time yeah obviously yeah yeah like we we definitely charge for that right now for the month of april we're running 25 percent off all one-on-ones and group sessions so we do one-on-ones are an hour all right for usually 100 now it's 75 um, where you get an hour of my time for 75, where I break down the information for you. I could answer questions for you. I'm going to quiz you, give you an idea where you're at, and help you get a study plan to, you know, to, to get that W, right? Um, you know, so then we have group sessions where you could get up to six people for two hours. It's 150 for two hours for six people. I mean, that comes out to like 20-something bucks a person. Oh, six for two. people. It's not six people per class. You're getting all six of you. Up to, no, no, no. How does this work? Up to six people. Oh, up to six people can each pitch in. Can each pitch in to get a two-hour session with any moderator they want. Oh. So it comes out to like twenty-something dollars a person for two hours of us, you know, breaking down information for you. And again, you can get that with me, with Jen for math, with Celeste for process elimination, for Jack with arms, the one-on-ones and the group sessions. That's um, phenomenal. Yeah, and then we have the groups for free. We have free groups, too, where we have an application that you could fill out where you can join a study group with other peers like like yourselves, right? That, you know, you have five to eight people that just grind for two hours Monday through Friday. That's a separate thing also that we got like 30 groups. Yeah, here's my perfect world. In my perfect world, someone would go to you to become licensed, pass the test, right? Then they'd come to me so that we can continue to support them from a sales, marketing, how to run a business, 
how to properly script, talk to realtors, talk to borrowers, more of the what to do. Like, hey, you got the job, now what do you do, right? And then once we're done with them, which it may take us two, three years to be done with them, and they may join the TLOP community and be a TLOPer for life, no different than like your people may use you and your services to pass the exam, but once they're in, they're an MLO study buddy family, right? 100%. But then eventually I would love to graduate certain people to my friends, Justin and Amir over at Growth Only. And then every year when they need to go there and do their CE, they can go over to Ken Perry and his people over at Knowledge Coop and collectively as a group, we could love on, support, promote, lift up the future of the mortgage industry. Yeah, I think that like one thing that I've noticed is one thing I feel like that this industry is lacking and as far as like coaching goes is the people who are just newly fresh and green in this industry that are just looking for help and guidance. Well, we've kept hearing that and we have turned down opportunities to coach left and right. I've talked to my friends who, are, who own coaching companies, do LO coaching and most coaching companies they really only want you once you're doing five, six transactions a month consistently, and they're going to help you get to 10. Or if you're already doing 10, they're going to help you get to 20. There are very few that are willing to invest the right amount of time to get people in that are newer. And we are going to do that, right? I don't know yet if I'm going to invest in and help growth only launch some form of a level one or an incubator type coaching, or we may just through the TLOP platform, it, we're going to call it LO launch if we do it. Loan officer launch. And it's for those loan officers who are newly licensed or loan officers who are not consistently closing two to three transactions. But it's going to cost you as much as it would cost you to go and take an entire semester in college. Right? Which it's going to cost people four to $6,000. Yeah, but you got to invest in yourself, right? Well, it's like two commission checks, right? It's literally two commission checks and it's a six month course but you're going to learn the best practices that are still used today for people who W2, 250, 500, 600, a million dollars a year. They do the same things and we're going to teach them to you, but we're going to break them down to the most basic level and build it up. So stay tuned for that. Like, I'm glad you brought it up. I'm looking at launching this like second week of July, right after July 4th. And we're probably only going to take two classes of 10 to 12 per class. It's going to be LO launch specifically for those loan originators who are serious about their career, serious about being becoming great at what they do, and they have not yet figured out how to consistently close four to five transactions, preferably purchase transactions that they self-generated that lead, right? Because that's what we do really good. I don't do some, some things I don't do really good. Consumer Direct is one of them, but I do do really well teaching people how to become a self-sufficient, self-lead generating, purchase-focused, realtor-builder-referred loan originator. Yeah, like I said, I think that's the biggest thing that I've seen because, you know, people reach out to me every day, the people who just pass, like, what do I do now? It's like, all right, you know, and I try to help them as much as could. Obviously, I've met a lot of people and built a nice network of people in the past couple of years doing this, of other brokers or people that are hiring. And right now it's tough, you know, because people don't want to hire any LOAs. Right. They only want to hire people who are pretty much, you know, going to stop making money. Right. Yeah. Yep. So to to translate, because you're using industry jargon right now in April of 2023, a lot of mortgage companies are only hiring experienced, proven professionals who are full time 
and have a book of business. So when that happens in your newly licensed, you could try to become an LOA, a loan officer's assistant or a junior loan officer or a loan partner. They're kind of all one and the same, but right now, not many mortgage companies are even hiring those people. So when you're newly licensed, you should know going into it that you're going to have to stand out. You're going to have to stand out, make yourself shine, network like crazy to land your first career opportunity because yes, you're licensed, but you're not experienced. And right now mortgage companies are only looking for experienced people. And if you're not experienced, you would want to start as maybe a junior or an assistant, but those positions are few and far between. Yeah. See, you know, and again, I just think that there's no real coaching out there. Like you said, a lot of coaching is set up for the people who are already closing deals and it's just going to make them better at what they're doing. But what about the people that haven't even closed a deal yet? Like that just need help calculating basic income. Yeah. And that's interesting. As a coach, I don't want to spend a lot of time teaching you how to calculate basic income. Now I'd love to point in the right resource, right? Hey, go check out Radiance Coaching. Here's a link or go check out the additional coaching that you maybe would get through uh, Knowledge Coop or Zenix or one of these other training resources. I want to teach you what to do, what to say, why you have to do it, why you have to say it, and then um, allow your manager to help you deal structure. I'm going to help you bring the deal in the door and, and, and win the loan. Um, and then also help you to be less of a mess, how to structure your day, how to structure your week, why it's important to track your leads and know your numbers. Like literally, how do you run the business and do the sales and the marketing? Hopefully your sales manager can teach you the more technical standpoint, or I can point you to a resource that can teach you how to better calculate income, how to better understand Fannie and Freddie guys, which again, we do have tons of resources on TLOP online already. Most of that is free. So check out that website because we do have self-employed worksheets. We do have links to Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac's guides and VA's guides and FHA's guides. And we have hundreds of training videos and JC recently put a search feature. So now you can search all of our training videos by keywords and we have scripts up there and we have realtor account pyramids and we have lead trackers. So like all those resources are available if we could just get more people going to them. So nonetheless, let's do this because you're hungry. I'm hungry. We've kind of run a little did bit you, long. Did you want to drop a discount code? Do you want people Ooh, to message you? We for like it? discounts. Yes. Um, you want to do that now? Yeah, let's go. Yeah. So check this out, y'all. Before we turn the cameras on, Rocky's like, Dustin, I want to do something for you and your listeners. I was like, all right, what's that, Rock? Like give everyone an MLO study buddy t-shirt. He's like, maybe, but not yet. Maybe that's going to be the th on your third time. No, he has offered for us to, to have access to his MLS study buddy guide that also comes with flashcards at a discount. What's the discount going to be, Rock? $25 off. $25 off. So 25% off. So instead of $100, which by the way, if you remember, I just told you like 30 minutes ago, it's too cheap. You just made it cheaper. You just made it cheaper. Okay, what do you want to do? Like a, a code or do you want to put it on the website and make them buy it through the website? That's up to you. Well, let's do a code because... We are revamping our website. V2 is rolling out um, literally in pieces over the next two to three weeks. Version three is gonna be a massive facelift and we won't have that rolled out until fourth quarter. I do wanna be featuring your products and your services on TLOP online, right? Like I mentioned that, that's one of the upgrades that we're providing to our members, our membership, and then just to anyone who comes to the website. So how about a code? Can we do a code like TLOP? Boom, done. TLOP. Done. Okay. T-L-O-P. T-L-O-P. All capitals. 
All caps. Yeah. All caps. T-L-O-P, which, by the way, for people who are a little bit slower than the rest, it stands for The Loan Officer Podcast. But TLOP's our brand. Everything we do going forward is going to be TLOP Presents, a TLOP production, TLOP, right? It means nothing. It means a community, right? It means a brand. Technically, it stands for The Loan Officer Podcast. So, yeah, code will be TLOP. It'll be all caps. But they'll have to go to your website right now to purchase it. And then when you go to purchase it, you have a section for a coupon code, right? No, well, no. When they go in, yeah, when they go in to purchase it and they click purchase, they're going to see a spot that has a spot for the code. Cool. So you're paying 100 bucks retail, but with the code TLOP, you're getting 25% off, $25 off of the MLO Study Buddy Guide to Pass the Safe MLO Exam with the flashcards. Dude, that is fantastic. And here's what we're going to do. We're going to keep that open because here's the thing about a podcast. It's not like I know we're doing Facebook live right now for your group, right? Nicole has her camera pointing at you and I. She's had it on the whole entire time. Nicole, out of curiosity, how many people have tuned in? We're up there. We're up there. I like those numbers. We're up there. We started with nine. So anything over nine means we're winning. Means we're winning because we went Facebook live on the MLO study buddy group, Facebook group, right? Um, but because this is a podcast, because people may come back and listen to this in nine months, in nine weeks, we're going to leave it open. You agreed to leave it open. You're going to cut it off at a hundred at a hundred. So whether it's a hundred in the next month or whether it's a hundred in nine months, you're going to keep that open for a hundred of the TLOP listeners or viewers. And then I'm going to throw one out there. Y'all, until one year from the date that this gets released, passes, I will personally honor that 25% off coupon. All you have to do is subscribe on YouTube, follow us on Instagram, and send me a message on LinkedIn. I am Dustin Owen on LinkedIn saying, hey, D.O., I need the code for my $25 off. I will, I will reach out to Rocky. He and I will have an agreement. I will give you the code individually. Now it won't be mm-hmm. wide open mm-hmm. and I will make sure that Rocky gets paid his full retail price and I will honor the $25 discount. But again, I have two requests. You got to subscribe on YouTube. You got to, you got to follow us on Instagram and then you have to reach out to me for the code. How does that sound? I think it's fast. And yeah, I'm going to honor amazing. that all the way through April 25th of 2024 because this episode will be dropped April 25th of 2023. Perfect. Cool? Yeah, that's all amazing. Right. You're in the hot seat. I have three questions for you. Mm-hmm. All right. First question. In your opinion, based on your experiences, what is the hardest section of the NMLS test? General mortgage knowledge. General mortgage knowledge. Or ethics. I mean, ethics is tough for people just because it's ethics. Okay. <laughs> and people just don't think ethically sometimes. But um, general mortgage knowledge is the most intense. It's got a lot of, you know, just terms and cool. it's so a lot of information. If you're going to study on your own because you're a maverick like that, you're a renegade, high five, kudos, make flashcards because they work. But make sure you double down on general mortgage knowledge. Double down on it all. Though. Double down on it all. All right. Um, my second question, I think I told you three, cause one was, I was going to ask you for a discount, but you've already given away the discount. So we're done with that. So my last question, and I asked this of most guests, 
What is something that at this point in your life you have grown to know, understand, and maybe even put into work for your benefit, but you wish it was taught to you much younger in life? What's that one thing that today you know, but you didn't know it maybe growing up or you didn't know it when you're in your 20s that you wish you knew? Um, I mean, I think that the credit like that would be my answer. Like I wish I knew more about how to handle credit better. Like, like how to understand it, how it works, the yeah. importance of having a good credit yeah, score. Yeah, I think it's so important. I think it's something that they're not teaching in schools today. More of financing, you know, and stuff like that. They're not teaching in school today. That I think that I wish I learned more of when I was in school. Yeah, you know, just to have good credit. How important it is to have good credit. Yeah. No, I mean, I I would not disagree with that. I always like to hear what everyone's answer is. Like mine's like. I wish I understood compound interest and ROI a little bit better uh, when I was younger, because I think that applies not just to business, but also into life, like everything down to, should I mow my own lawn or should I pay someone else to do it? Should I wash my own car? Or should I pay someone else to do it? Well, there's an ROI component to that. And there's also you know something to be said about compound interest, whether it's compound interest, compound effort, compound time. Um, so those are my things, but JC and I, an episode right before yours, or two before yours, we were at University of Central Florida, their College of Business, and one of my favorite episodes I've recorded ever, like top five ever, was um, there. And it was a Q&A with their students. 50 students, they had a mic, they passed it around, asking questions, you know that's how I like to roll, and one of the questions was about credit, right? It was the easiest to answer, but to see their faces all light up when we answered it, and then to hear you say it, I'm like, man, the universe is Yeah, speaking. listen, I look at my nephews and nieces, you know, and not that they're bad with money or anything, but they're just, like, I feel like, you know, there's just a lot of people that don't know how important it is. And it, it took me probably until I was in my 30s to realize, and you'd be surprised how many people apply for their licenses and get denied because of their credit. Oh, wow. Credit's super important. Yeah, they're not, oh, you got to have, you can't have collections. I, you're going to be a mortgage loan originator. You got to be good with finding with people's money. Like they, they want to make sure you're good with people's money. So they're going to dig into your credit really deep. We're like coming up on the hour mark and you just dropped like one of the most serious nuggets that we should have told them up front. Hey, by the way, y'all have good credit. You need to have good credit mm -hmm. in order to actually uh, receive yeah. or achieve your license. If you have any collections license. or anything. Wow. Collections and bankruptcies care. are a big deal. For uh, I mean, it for makes sense, Foreclosures. Right? For yes, it makes sense. But wow, that is so, yeah, super so, awesome. Yeah, so, you know, make sure that before you apply, take care of your take care of your credit issues. You know, check your credit before you apply so you don't run into that and spend all this money to apply for the license and they're just going to deny you. Wow. Well, hey, Rocky, one last time. How can people find you? Message me on Facebook, Rocky Ligurcio. Rocky Ligurcio. And JC will have Ligurcio spelled out for you on YouTube. But if you're not on YouTube, how do I spell Ligurcio? L-O-G-U-E-R-C-I-O. All right. I can't even repeat that back to you. It's the one thing I can even like pronounce Ligurcio. Say it one more time. Rocky. Ligurcio. L-O-G-U-E-R-C-I-O. And obviously they can find me on, you know, YouTube, TikTok, you know, everything. Instagram, Reddit, Pinterest. Your, your website? MLOstudybuddy.com. MLOstudybuddy.com. Yep. Your Facebook group? MLOstudybuddy, let's pass the safe exam. MLOstudybuddy, let's pass the safe exam. Yep. Awesome. He's Rocky Ligurcio. I'm Dustin Owen. That is all the time we had for you today. We do look forward to catching you on the next episode. Peace.